Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this great King, this Savior, this Messiah Jesus. He's coming for His people any moment. He told us to watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour of the Son of Man is coming. And with the signs that are all around us, it can't be long now. My my name is Doe Shorts. I'm in northern Israel proclaiming King Jesus is coming. Get ready. And boy, do I have a program for you today. Don't miss this. Oh, don't miss this. Uh, we have the Word of God, and it, it interprets itself so well. And we're going to see really special things about the birth pangs today. What's at the center of the birth pangs? What is the purpose of the birth pangs? Well, that's what we're going to see today. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless this program. Bless the reading and teaching of your word. Bless your people who are listening. Help us to watch therefore, Messiah Jesus. Help us to be ready when you come for us. Hallelujah for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Amen. Well, I teach a lot about the birth pangs, and for, golly, for 35, 40 years, I've been hearing, uh, maybe even longer, yeah, certainly longer, I've been hearing about the birth pangs, the season uh, of, of this time that we're in the birth pangs now. This is different than the other time, 100 years ago, 500 years ago, 2,000 years ago, 5,000 years ago. This is different, and um, there are very specific reasons why it's different. I'll be able to show you. You should be able to look at a scoffer today that says, oh, there, oh people have been saying that for thousands of years, and you should be able to very simply explain to them why this is a different time. Uh, we're going to start in Isaiah chapter 66 in verse 7. You know, I hear a lot about the birth pangs, but what I don't hear about are the babies, the children that must be born. But that's what we're going to see in this teaching from the Word today. Now, I've got to ask you mamas who are listening. There's some mothers who are driving down the road and listening to this program or at home or wherever you are. And i got to ask the mamas a question. When, when you had labor pains, did you have them before or after the baby was born? That, that may sound like a stupid question, but I don't think you'll say that after you hear this verse. Isaiah 66, 7. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. What is this talking about? Well, I'll tell you. This is talking about the later birth pains of Israel after Messiah Jesus was born. Well, how can I say that? How can I just pull that out of thin air? Well, thankfully, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to read now from Revelation chapter 12. I'm going to read verses 1 through 6 or so. Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of 12 stars. Well, who's this? Well, this is Israel. How do I know the woman is Israel? Well, because of the way she's described. In Genesis 37, in Joseph's second dream, he has a dream of his 12 brothers as the stars, and his mother, Rachel, is the moon, and, and the father, Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, is the sun. So we see this woman clothed with the sun, the moon, and under her feet and, the, and around her head, a garland of 12 stars. This is from that dream. This speaks of Israel. That's who this woman is. 
And it goes on con confirming this. In verse 2, Then being with child, she cried out in labor and in pain to give birth. See, these are the birth pangs that are before the child is born. These are the first, the early birth pains, not the ones mentioned in Isaiah 66. But we see this male child that is spoken of in Isaiah 66. And another sign appeared in heaven, verse 3. Uh, and behold, a great fiery red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his heads. Well, who is this? Well, later on we see in this chapter that it says that it's the devil and it's Satan. That's what Revelation 12, 9 says. That's who this dragon is. And, and, and this, this uh, fiery red dragon that has seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on his heads. Well, this describes the one world order spoken of in Revelation and also in Daniel 7. You see, this sounds mysterious and kind of hokey to people who don't know the Bible, but if you know the Bible, it fits hand in glove and it predicts with very accurate specificity the times we're in right now, and it was predicted thousands of years ago. Now, it predicts a world empire with 10 regions ruled from seven of those regions. Yes, seven leaders. And, and and it speaks of the, the one world government led by the Antichrist just before the coming of Messiah Jesus to sit on his throne. Interestingly, the United Nations world map now has the world divided into 10 regions. They have a plan to bring this empire in right now. You can go to the internet and find that 10 region world map that the UN has now. It's all, everything is, is, is going right as scheduled. Yeah. And Satan is going to take over this one world government and the Antichrist will lead it and, and the world will follow him. And, and, and so that's who this fiery red dragon is spoken of here. But you see, the Bible uh, speaks oftentimes going back and forth in time. God is not limited by time. He sees Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, the crucifixion and resurrection of Messiah Jesus, and we who are sitting here today right now all at the same time. It's one big panoramic view to the Lord. He's not limited by time like we are. Well, wrap your head around that. So you see him going back and forth in time. What do you mean? Well, I just described to you end times events, but then it goes back to the birth of Jesus again. His tail, this dragon, his tail drew a third of the stars of heaven. That's We know from the Bible and other places that Satan drew a third of the angels of heaven with him who were now demon spirits. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth, to devour her child as soon as it was born. Well, who is this child and what is this talking about? Revelation 12, 5. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God in his throne. That's Jesus Christ. We see the woman is Israel who gave birth to Jesus Christ. Then verse 6, Revelation 12. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God that they should feed her their 1,260 days. This is the last half of the Great Tribulation that's coming. There's a seven-year period of Great Tribulation like the world has never seen. That's, we're at the doorstep of it. Yes? And the last three and a half years of that is what the birth pangs, in the latter birth pangs in Isaiah 66 are talking about. Those birth pangs have begun now. We're living in those times. They culminate with the Antichrist armies chasing Israel into what today is called Petra. In the Bible, in Hebrew, in the Old Testament, it's called Bozrah. Yes? And so this speaks of the culmination of those birth pangs. Wow, this is an incredible book. 
This is an incredible book. Hallelujah. So if we look at Isaiah chapter 66 again, we see in verse 7, before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. So Israel, after the birth of Jesus Christ, much later in the time of its physical rebirth, after not being a nation again, when it becomes a nation, is going to experience birth pangs. Well, look at Isaiah 66, verse 8. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Here are the children of the birth pangs. Here's the children that must be born. You see, in one day in May 1948, as the whole earth was shaking, from, from World War I and World War II. Israel was at the center of that. Uh, Israelis, or excuse me, Jewish people from around the world began pouring into Israel from World Wars I and II, and then after World War II, like a flood, and then with the, with the former Soviet Union, a million came fulfilling Bible prophecy. But here we see in verse 8 that in one day, fulfilling this Bible prophecy written in the 700s B.C., in 1948, May 14th, Israel fulfilled this. And in one day, it became a nation. Five armies came against Israel to destroy it. No one thought that they would live through those, that first week of being a, coming a nation. But miraculously, they still are a nation. Yes, they still are a nation. And today, the whole earth is shaking under these birth pangs. The whole earth is shaking under these birth pangs. Now, I've got to take a break, and when I come back, we'll talk about this. How Israel today is in labor, because Israel has been physically reborn, but not spiritually. And that's what we'll talk about after the break. And for the break, I have to talk to you about this wonderful ministry called Poured Out for the Nations. You can go to pouredoutforthenations.com, P-O-U-R-E-D, poured out, O-U-T, four, F-O-R, thenations.com. And there you'll find out some of the work that we're doing in Africa. Now we have a mission trip going to Uganda, August 27. It's not on the website, but it's August 27, 2016. We're getting ready to go to bless and minister to orphans. Uh, feed them even. We've been asked to bring money to feed the orphans. I've been doing this for 10 years in different countries in Africa, having special times of feeding the orphans with special food. Listen, folks, listen. Oh. If you went out to a restaurant and ate this month, think of this. You and your family have had a meal that, that there are people in this world have never had a meal like that their whole life. There are many of us who eat three, four, five, ten times a month like some of these people in Uganda we're going to visit have never eaten in their whole life. So we have special times of feeding them yummy food, and we're going to share the love of our Father in Heaven with these orphans. And then we're going to go to pastor's conferences where we've committed to have lunch for these pastors. Uh, some of them cram in on a, in, a, in a van taxi where that fits 15 people. They, 21 of them will be crammed into that van in the right hours to get to this conference, that kind of thing. Yeah, so we have three pastors' conferences, and we're going to be in churches preaching the gospel, making disciples. Many have been financially participating, prayerfully uh, participating, and uh, there's still outstanding need for this trip that we're getting ready to take 
You can go to pouredoutforthenations.com or watchtherefore.tv. And while you're at watchtherefore.tv, sign up for our, our newsletter we send out every month so you can pray accordingly uh, with all the exciting things the Lord's doing through Poured Out for the Nations. Poured Out for the Nations is providing this program today. So as you financially partner with Poured Out for the Nations and at watchtherefore.tv, our Watch Therefore program, you help keep us on the air. The Lord is our helper. He uses you for His glory and for His kingdom's sake. Amen. So having said that, we go back to the teaching, and we found that uh, the birth pangs in the earth are associated with the labor pains of Israel. Israel has been in a time of labor pains since World Wars I, World War II. How do we know that? Because in Matthew 24, in Mark 13, in Luke 21, our Lord Jesus gives us four primary birth pangs that mark the time of His coming. He said these are the beginning of birth pangs. What? Ethnic group rising up against ethnic group. World Wars I and II are the greatest ethnic strife the world has ever seen in war. And it's been horribly difficult ever since then. Genocides all around. The Rwanda genocide, the Congolese genocide, the Cambodian genocide, the Serbian Bosnian genocide. All I could go on and on and on. And in Syria, right close to where I am right now, almost 200,000 men, women, and children have been killed in the civil ethnic strife and, and religious strife there. Oh, listen. Uh, the whole world is under it. China with its neighbors today in the South Pacific, Russia and Ukraine, North Korea, South Korea, the African countries. Uh, the, the ethnic strife is horrible, and uh, they're killing each other all over the place. Now, the whole world is spun tight right now, folks, in ethnic, ethnic violence. And then there, uh, the Lord spoke about famine. There's more hungry people on the earth now than there have ever been in the history of the world. Earthquakes like never before, that's one of them. And pestilences, diseases, jumping off the charts like, oh, it's horrible. It's just horrible. These antibiotic-resistant diseases that are coming now back even in America, dengue fever, tuberculosis, um, and, and many more. There's the flesh-eating virus. There's the MRSA. The most dangerous place in America is the hospital. And it's from all these, the MRSA virus, all these things. These are birth pangs. These are Israel's birth pangs. Why? They've been physically reborn, but not spiritually. And the whole world is shaking under the weight of the labor pains. That's why Isaiah 66, 7 and 8 says, Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came, she delivered a male child. The male child, that's the birth of Jesus. But these are latter birth pains we're seeing now in the, in the physical rebirth of the nation of Israel. In one day is fulfillment of much of this. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day, or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. You see, this is about the birth of, of the children of Israel. Israel's not important to most Christians today, but it's mighty important to the Lord of Covenant who made the covenants he made with Israel, the Abraham covenant, the David covenant, the new covenant. And the Gentiles who believe in Jesus have been grafted into the new covenant. That's what the Bible teaches. In Ephesians 2 and Romans 11. If you know your Bible, you understand these things. If not, it's just that what I'm saying makes no sense, I'm sure. And, and so in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 7, when they say peace and safety, what's that mean? Well, the nations of the world, led by America, then the UN and the EU and, and Russia, that's the quartet, that's what they call themselves, have been pushing Israel to give the covenant land of Israel away where Jesus is getting ready to come back to Jerusalem, you know? 
and the nations of the world, the quartet is pushing Israel to give that city of the great king, your Bible says, Jerusalem, to the followers of, of Allah, the Antichrist spirit Allah. And so um, the Lord has something to say about that. But if you didn't understand about these birth pangs of Israel, what I'm about to read wouldn't make any sense to you. Do you know 99% of the Christians in the world have no concept what this means when they say peace and safety? But you can, we can today. But concerning the times and seasons, 1 Thessalonians 5. Brethren, you have no need that I should write to you, for you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. You see, the whole world is getting ready to experience the wrath and fury as these labor pains intensify in frequency and in scope, the wrath and the fury of the Lord is going to fall on this earth. You know, it's funny, in, in the churches and the nations, they say, well, the wrath of God is going to fall on Israel. And then here in the congregations in Israel, they say, oh, the wrath of God is going to fall on the nations. Well, guess what? They're both right, because the wrath of God is going to fall on Israel and the nations. What do we do? What do we do about this, knowing this? We get right with Jesus, the Lord. Yes? You see, this baby must be born. Because here's what Isaiah 66.10 says. Excuse me, Isaiah 66.9 says. After it says, for as soon as Zion was in labor, she gave birth to her children. Listen to this. God says, shall I bring to the time of birth and not cause delivery, says the Lord? Shall I who cause delivery shut up the womb, says your God? What's he saying? He's saying, should he bring them to the time of physical birth in 1948, but then leave them lost not knowing him in their sins and not bring them to the time of place of spiritual birth? Yes, Israel must be born again. And that is when they become the children of Yahweh the Father, Yahweh the Son, Yahweh the Spirit. Yes, it's about the birth of Israel. Listen, Dr. Jesus, he is the great physician, the Bible says. Dr. Jesus is in the maternity room with Israel. And the whole world is shaking under the birth pangs. Yes? All you, when you watch the news, if you want to understand what's going on, I'm telling you, this is what's going on. Whether you're watching Fox News or CNN or any of the others, this is what you're seeing. You can understand this if you know your Bible. Well, what do we do? We warn. We warn people. In Zechariah 13, 8 and 9, it says two-thirds of Israel is going to perish in the great tribulation. And then the Lord will come and all of Israel that is alive at the time of the coming of the Lord will be saved. Romans eleven twenty five through 27 says. In the nations, billions of people are about to perish in these time of labor pains and the judgment and fury and wrath of the Lord. What do we, how do we warn them? What do we say? The Lord's wrath and judgment is coming. But he loves you. He loves you and wants to forgive you and save you of your sin. He, he sent Jesus the Lord to die on the cross for your sins and he rose again because he loves you. Oh, experience the love and the mercy and the goodness of God. Why would we say something like that? Well, because Isaiah 26, 9 says this. When his judgments are in the earth, the people will learn righteousness. You see, that's what we need is the righteousness of God, which is only found in Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 says, for he, our Father in heaven, made him the Son who knew no sin to become sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Jesus Christ 
The innocent Savior takes our sin upon himself and justice is served. And he gives us Abba Father's righteousness. The innocent died to pay for the sins of the guilty. The guilty go free in Messiah Jesus and are forgiven. Jesus Christ is the only way for righteousness. He is the way, the truth, and life. There's no way to God except through him. And we warn people, time is running out. And you know something? The Bible says, and I have experienced, the Lord remembers mercy in judgment. And he uses the shaking upon the earth. Yes, to pour out wrath on the wicked. But also to pour out love and mercy and forgiveness on the wicked who repent and believe in him. I'm living proof of that. How about you? Yes? And so that's what we can do today. We can warn people. We can warn people. King Jesus is coming. And boy, is he angry. Are you ready? And we who are saved by Jesus today, we can watch therefore. We can watch therefore. And we can escape the wrath that is to come. People who don't believe the Lord could come back any moment. They don't believe the watch therefore message Jesus gave. They say, oh, Jesus can't come back today. No, we have to go through the whole tribulation. Well, all I know is this. I'm watching for him to come every day. I'm watching for him to come. I watched for him to come today. I talked about it to friends. I'm watching for him to come tomorrow. Why? Because that's what he commanded me to do. That's what he commanded me to do. And he said in Luke 21, pray always that you would be counted worthy to escape all these things that are coming up on the earth and to stand before the Son of Man. I'm going to listen to him. I don't know who you're listening to, but I'm going to listen to him. Hallelujah. Pray with me. Oh, Father in heaven, bless our precious listeners today. May we... Be right with you, Jesus, Lord. Oh, Father in heaven, through Messiah Jesus, may we be right with you. Call upon the name of the Lord. You will be saved. Repent of your sins and receive Jesus who died on the cross and rose again to save you and forgive you. Let him do that. Yes, and follow Jesus and be ready for him to come for you. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God in the highest. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. Be ready for his coming. Oh, thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name for all of our listeners. And bless them, bless them, bless them today. Yes, uh, I want to remind our listeners, today we can be like physician's assistants for the ladies out there. We can be, you can be midwives in the maternity room with Messiah Jesus, praying for the peace of Jerusalem, loving Israel, sharing the gospel with Jewish people where you have opportunity. Be a blessing to Israel. The Lord will bless you and sharing the gospel with all of our friends and being disciple makers, disciples of Jesus and disciple makers. Well, remember to watch, therefore, Messiah Jesus. He's coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus. 
Hi, this is John Peake with Israeli Self-Defense, Haganah Houston. If you've ever thought about taking classes to learn skills to protect you and your family, we are the people to see. We offer authentic Israeli self-defense, performance-based fitness, and firearm training. We can help you and your family gain the skills to protect yourself in a functional way in a safe environment with Jesus as the head and the guide for us, having both integrity in the business and integrity on the mat. We want to come alongside you to help you gain the skills you need without breaking the bank. We offer 14 classes a week, 12 different curriculums. Active shooter scenarios, active assault scenarios, things that would actually possibly happen in real life. You can reach us at IsraeliSelfDefense.net, 713-252-5836. IsraeliSelfDefense.net, 713-252-5836. Don't get caught without a plan.